Thomas Christian Podcast. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. I'm seriously so embarrassed. That was forced. <laughs> I am really embarrassed. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Dr. Thomas Christian Podcast, a Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane Valance, with my co-host, Topper. Say what's up. Hey. Before we That's continue. That's not what I asked you to say. <laughs> Before well, I, we continue. I always say what's up. Uh, uh, hold on, Eric. <laughs> Uh, the intern say hi. I'm not. I'm not listening. And my mother-in-law, who listens to these podcasts, said, "Why? Why is Shane the host and you're the intern?" <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I'm. I'm part. I am the host too. Yes. So she. Intern. She it's believes. Catching on. Yeah, she believes you. Okay. It's catching on. Hey, so it's what time of year is it, Shane? Oh, the best time of the year. It's the most wonderful time oh, of the year. year. <laughs> uh, Christmas. We just had Thanksgiving, and now <laughs> yep, it's Christmas. And that's next. That's <laughs> what. <I've never> <laughs> that's, Before that's Thanksgiving, it was Halloween. All our Christmas lights are up. Yeah, yeah. We, we we all like Christmas. And Topper, are you a Christmas guy? I'm I'm a Christmas. He guy. is a. What do you mean? Is he a Christmas no, no, guy? They do things different in the Topper household. We're gonna have a whole episode we on, do things on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, Christmas is the best. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but we have a special guest with yeah. us today. Um, we have Carlos. Everyone say hi to Carlos. Hey, Carlos. Carlos. Welcome, man. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. First off, I want to apologize for that intro you had to witness. <laughs> when, I was, was like, oh, we're trying, beautiful. To, <laughs> trying to impress our, our new guest. Trying to be professional. Yeah. and, and he's very like, professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I getting into? But Carlos, um, you work for Crew, uh, which stands for what? It's um, short for Crusade. It okay. doesn't really stand for anything, but it's Campus Crusade for Christ and also, oh, known, as, it, also known as Crew. I thought it was a, like an acronym or something. Yeah, I thought yeah, it's some people, not. Yeah, a lot of, some, that's, that's, that's common. Like Christ Revival. United. 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 Yeah, <laughs> we just made one. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> let's, yeah. make our, let's make our own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I met Carlos, gosh, met, what, a couple years ago, right? Yeah. It seems I like. it was longer than that. Yeah, I think it might be four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, time time's yeah. flying. Um, time when, flying. When I think this was before you had kids. Yeah, oh. yeah. So that was a whole Eric life doesn't, ago. Eric doesn't remember a time before kids. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> it seems like I've had kids for thirty years. <laughs> I'm only thirty one. Um, but yeah, so so I, I met Carlos and and we've stayed in touch for a while. Um, I've come in and spoken at Crew, um, and we've just been talking back and forth about different things. So I really want to have Carlos on because he specifically understands the college student because that's who you work with um so carlos why don't you just give us um a background of of yourself of your story of um just just how you got to the point you are now working with crew yeah definitely thanks so much for having me it's yeah. an honor nope. oh um, it's not an honor <laughs> <laughs> but that was very nice of you he doesn't this is awesome yeah. i feel like i'm kicking it with the guys yeah, yeah. that's the goal this is great it's beautiful no um but uh yeah uh, my name is carlos and i'm on staff with crew um and uh basically you want me to share i guess my testimony yeah, sure. yeah. um i uh, i'm an only child uh, my dad's from peru my mom's from colombia I um, was born in Baltimore, but actually grew up in Saudi Arabia, in the Middle what? East. Wow. Yeah. How did that happen? This keeps getting uh, weirder <laughs> and weirder. Yeah. I don't know. Peru, Colombia, yeah. Saudi Arabia. And Baltimore. And Baltimore. Yes, yeah. Baltimore. And, which, um, which of these things are not like the other? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I was very confused as a child. Uh, like, I didn't know if I was, like, Hispanic or American or, you know, 
Arab. Yeah. It, was, it was a very confusing thing. Do people like mistake you for like your nationality? Do, do you do. do people like not know where you're from? Yeah, they don't. Um, yeah. A lot of people actually think I'm like Lebanese, yeah, or, like yeah, Egyptian. Yeah. You could pass um, for that. Yeah. I could, yeah. So um, it's just crazy. So it was a crazy childhood growing up in, in the Middle East. Uh, I rode camels. Um, I had a camel what? named Anastasia. Really? Wait, is it for real? <laughs> no, I'm being serious. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Oh, wow. Did you name her? I did, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you like like the Anastasia movie or something? Uh, yes. Ah. <laughs> yes, I did, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just uh, fun living in the Middle East. But um, my, I came from a house where um, my dad was, uh, was not a believer, but my mom uh, is or was a believer. She still is. She's still alive. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but uh, so, you know, growing up in Saudi Arabia, there are no churches. Uh, there are no Bibles. So everything I knew about God or Jesus was through um, my mother. And uh, then after 9-11, we ended up moving back to Maryland. Uh, we got evacuated after 9-11 and moved back to the States. And so you were in Saudi Arabia for a while. I was. Then. I was actually there for seven years. Wow. Yeah, so that was my childhood, like yeah. growing up in the desert, riding camels. Wow. Why, why were you evacuated? Um, so, you know, after 9-11, uh, things just changed. Um, you know, I remember, like, the next day, there were, like, military – there was a military presence at my school. Really? Uh, I went to school, like, less than a block away from the American consulate. Wow. And so it was just uh, – yeah, it just things changed, and mm. actually, many Americans uh, had to be evacuated, and my dad oh. stayed back for like several, like six months. So, then, so your parents were American citizens, but they were from you said Peru and Columbia, Columbia. 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 Okay. and not Columbia, Maryland. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I figured. <laughs> so why why did they move to Saudi Arabia? Saudi so my dad Arabia was an engineer for Northrop Grumman, okay. and they uh. sent they sent him on like long term missions, uh, long term project. Um, yeah, he worked with radar, radars, mm. and so they had some sort of contract with, with Saudi okay. Arabia. Yeah, cool. so it was a cool experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not many people can say no. that you've ever even been to Saudi Arabia, yeah. let alone that's where you grew up. Yeah. And had a camel named Anastasia. Yeah. No one can say <laughs> I've never met anyone. No, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then when you were evacuated, you moved back here? Yep. Okay. Yep, moved back here. And um, yeah, I uh, you know went to Mount Hebron High School, graduated in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't really like walking with Jesus. It wasn't until uh, my junior year of high school when my friend invited me to his youth group um, at his church, and um, and I went. And I just remember people uh, being very friendly. And I was very, I was very, I was very quiet, very shy. I didn't have many friends. Um, and all of a sudden, like I walk into this room, this youth group, and people were hugging me. And talking to me, yeah. and like there was something different about this group of people, yeah. and I didn't know what it was, but whatever it was, like I wanted that, mm-hmm. and so, um, yeah, that's. Uh, and then I heard the gospel that night, gave my life to Christ, and started growing in my wow. walk with the Lord. Yeah, uh, and came time to go off to college, um, and actually uh, decided to go to George Mason University in Fairfax, Virginia. Yep, and uh, I was excited, you know. Uh, mm-hmm going off to college like this is it this is the beginning of the rest of my life yeah and uh you know i'd never really been away from home before you know i'm an only child and now like i was gonna be living on campus in the dorms yeah college life yeah partying up and (laughs) yes yes it was great um and uh, just super excited about it um but man you know i got to campus and uh it, it was just hard trying to like 
be I was a young Christian and trying to live out my faith on yeah. campus was very difficult. Um, there was temptation everywhere I went, um, you know, and it's just I felt like I was being pulled in different places, mm-hmm. um, whether it's like professors who are like discouraging you about your faith. Yep. And, um, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen God's not dead. Yeah. Um, and it's real. Like it happens every day. These mm-hmm. college professors come and really try to discourage you from your walk with the Lord. And um, and then just being pulled from like uh, your friends and like the peer pressure of like inviting you to go to parties, drink, having drinks, dr- doing drugs. It was tough. It was tough being yeah. being a freshman, yeah. uh, living in the dorms. Plus all the ladies all oh, over yeah. you. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely the ladies. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I ended up, you know, like many, like many students walking away from my faith. You know, the statistics are staggering yeah. as far as like students that are involved in youth group when they go off to college. Um, you know, I think it's like seven out of 10 students involved in youth group will like walk away from their faith. Right? Yeah. And uh, it's sad when that happens. Um, and it definitely happened to me. Um, and I can, I can see why, like I just wasn't really rooted in my faith. Um, very young believer and didn't have community. I was finding community in the wrong places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I joined a fraternity. Um, I became a tour guide. Uh, I became a resident assistant. I became an orientation leader. So I started pursuing these idols in my life of like student leadership positions. And that's what I lived for. Um, and so, you know, at the end of my freshman year, like I was a big guy on campus. Everybody knew me. Um, and I just I came to a place where I felt like I didn't need God anymore. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, became very prideful in my thinking and in my acting. And, uh, you know, my sophomore year of college, God humbled me. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was at a party drinking and I got uh, severely intoxicated that night. <clears throat> and uh, as I was walking back to campus, I ended up passing out into a ditch on campus. Mm. And uh, next thing I know, I woke up and I was in jail. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and I had—I uh, don't remember like I, you know, I blacked out from the time that I like fell into the ditch and woke up in jail. So it was a very scary moment. I didn't yeah. know like what had happened. Um, I remember bits and pieces, but uh, I ended up getting arrested for underage possession of alcohol and for drunken public. And um, you know, it was a scary moment. Um, you know, I was 19 years old, sophomore in college. You know, I grew up in the Howard County, so yeah. I lived in the Howard County bubble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. never, never been in trouble with the law before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was very scary, very scary. And I ended up getting released the next day, uh, walked back to campus. And, um, you know, uh, there's a, a pastor that I listen to, James McDonald, based out of Chicago. Yeah. You know, he always says, um, if you're going to choose to sin, you're going to choose to suffer. Yeah. And every sin has consequence. And so for me, um, as a result of that night, I experienced a lot of different consequences. Um, I ended up losing <laughs> all my student leadership positions that I had. Yep. So, you know, I was an RA. I had, I was like set up. I had free housing, free, yeah. free food. Um, oh gosh. I got fired from that job. Yeah. That's <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> it is. You lose everything. Yeah. I lost everything. I had to move out into another room. Um, and then I couldn't give tours anymore. So all these things that I like idolized in my life, God just took them, uh, one by one. And, you know, I had a girlfriend at the time. She broke up with me. It was just, a, a semester from hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was a very tough semester. And, yeah. um, you know, and then one of my friends, uh, invited me to crew 
Um, and I don't know, you know, so our crew is spelled C-R-U. There's another crew on campus spelled C-R-E-W. Uh-huh. It's actually the rowing team. They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he first invited me to crew, um, I said, oh, dude, like, I don't row. You know, like, <laughs> I don't want to get up like, like, get up at, like 4 a.m. Yeah. It's yeah. like... You know, row and uh, no thanks, not for me. We uh, have these things called motors and engines that we can put on boats. Why do you need to? <laughs> exactly. And uh, but uh, he explained to me, no, this is Christian thing on campus. And you know, I said, all right, well, let me let me try it because I I realized, man, I just need to get my life right with the Lord again mm-hmm. uh, because I am not. Um, I'm just I'm just broken. And so I went, and they talked about like different summer mission trips opportunities uh-huh. and I said man I just need to get myself out of this environment I need to surround myself with people who love Jesus because the people that I'm surrounding uh, myself with are like pulling me away from the Lord and are um, tempting me to like just do uh, ridiculous things and things that aren't beneficial for me um, and so that really led me to uh, transfer schools um, you know, I ended up telling my parents like the end of that semester and they were pretty much like, all right, you got to come home. <laughs> um, so, it's just embarrassing, man. Like yeah, you know, just is. a very tough year, Yeah. but I'm so thankful to have gone through it because God protected me in it. And I think he used that to call me back and to draw me yeah. back to himself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. that's awesome. one thing. Listen to your story that stuck out to me was you you got to a point where you were in relationship with Jesus because of the community and then you left because of the community. So that's like mm-hmm. such a major thing. And, and I can even say it for like we, us three grew up, Shane Topper and I grew up together. And most of the, of the guys that we grew up in youth group with the ones that left youth group is because they didn't really hang out with the people that stayed in that mm-hmm. in the correct way where they went to away to school, whatever, and got a different community before you know it, they were gone. Um, and the people that I felt like stayed um, and stayed with their faith was because they had the correct community that led them the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and that kind of stuck out when you were talking, like how important community and the correct people around you really are mm-hmm. to your walk. And if not, you start pursuing other things, like you said, other idols, other ways yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to satisfy you. So You're going to find community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Regardless. We all crave community and acceptance yeah. and all that stuff and and if something else is going to give that and you can do stuff that seems fun yeah. like drinking and partying whatever because um, sin can be fun mm-hmm. at first and then it leads you all sin as a consequence down the road um, it can lead you a path you don't want to go and sometimes it sucks that the only way you're called back is through hitting rock bottom yeah, yeah. And some, but sometimes that's the only way. Yeah. Who was? I think it was Francis Chan who talked about uh, that when he was a pastor at, at a church, and there was a guy who came to the church who was a gang member and became saved, and uh, and jumped all in in the church and was going to leave his life behind of being involved in a gang, and then all of a sudden after a couple months he kind of fell off, and Francis Chan was like, "Where where is this guy? I haven't seen him. What's going on?" So he contacted him. And he asked him, said, what, what happened? Where, what's going on? And he said, well, when I became a part of the gang when I was younger, they were my family. We did everything together. We went everywhere together. We were in constant communication. We were literally family. And when I became part of the church, I thought it would be the same way. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And the gang was more of a family than the church was. 
which is a sad thing to say, but it's often the case. We talk about being in community at church and being part of a family, and we see each other for an hour on Sunday morning, and then we go about our business, and we really don't. That's that's the extent of it. But community is supposed to be more than that. And the day that uh, gang is more a representation of family than the church is is a sad day. Uh, but that is the case in a lot of yeah. situations. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, tell us about Crew and the and the history of Crew, how it started. Um, just all, all tell us about what crew represents the mission all that stuff and describe for people who don't know what crew is at all what a normal crew would look like sure definitely Um, so crew is a worldwide organization um, started in 1951 by Bill and Vonette Bright over at UCLA Um, and basically you know we're just a caring community that's passionate about connecting students to Jesus Christ and um, you know there are different ministries under uh, crew so I belong to the campus ministry um, but there are over dozens of different um, like sub ministries under the ministry of crew, uh, some that you may have heard of. Jesus Film is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they sh- like show this Jesus movie based off the Gospel of Luke, and they've translated into like over a thousand different languages. Actually, at Crossroads sent a group of people over to Madagascar on motorcycles, and they showed the Jesus Film, nice. which was where. I was youth pastor, so that, so I know about That's that, cool. and, and it and it is cool to do that in like a foreign country, and it's in different language and all this stuff, and and to see just God work and just people come forward, it's it's pretty pretty amazing. Do they ride camels? Uh, yeah, one was named Anastasia. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh, all it all comes back around. <laughs> That's my camel. <laughs> she's doing well. Yeah, she's doing well. That's great. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and. Uh, um, so, you know, we are on uh, a lot of different college campuses. Uh, we're a student organization on different college campuses uh, throughout the U.S., throughout the world. And we're a parachurch organization. Um, and we, uh, yeah, we exist. We, our desire is to win students to Christ, build them up in their faith, and then send them out. Um, and, uh, you know, we really want to uh, uh, prepare them so that when they graduate from college, uh, no matter wherever God may call them, whether it be, you know, to uh, full-time ministry um, or to being like having a career as a teacher, as a nurse, that they would be like fully equipped and fully prepared to be able to share their faith and to be able to do ministry wherever God may call them to. So, so do you guys meet like, do you have like a weekly meeting or a gathering um, where it's like, a, I don't know, like a youth group for college kids or like a church service or something like that? Yeah, we do. Um, so on Thursday nights, uh, typically it's Thursday nights where we'll have like a crew weekly meeting. Um, and it's just like, we have time of worship. We have fun icebreaker. We have uh, a speaker come. I think one of the cool things we've had Eric uh, yeah. come several times. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, Shane, turn, we gotta right? get you. Shane, yeah, we gotta get you I'll come out. out. You're and gonna I'll, regret it, and I'll show you what a good <laughs> college. You're gonna regret that. <laughs> All right, so Topper, I don't know if you preach. You know what? Hey man, we let's come have you come out. Try. We'll do a He's never done it, but yeah, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Hey, do you, do you need do you need a light guy? Because <laughs> I got your man right here. <laughs> I can set the mood. Oh, there you go. There you go. I actually, uh, we were talking about this before we even recorded, but the last time I spoke, which was only like a month ago, um, I was given a sermon on why do bad things happen to good people. Mm-hmm. And my first point of, like my three points for that is, sometimes it happens because of you. So I was talking about how sometimes the consequence of sin that bad things happen. Um, 
my next point is that sometimes it's just because we live in a broken world and that kind of stuff. But if you're listening to it the first time, you're like, man, like that first point is like, why do bad things happen? Because you're terrible and you deserve it. You're an idiot. So I'm preaching (laughs) and I see this guy in the back raise his hand mad while I'm doing that first point. Oh, no. And I knew (laughs) why. I knew why. But I knew it was like, oh, just, just stick with me for a little is bit. This, it, now, is this like a discussion-based thing? or No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going. You noticed that too, right? Yep, Carlos, yep, the yep, guy, yep. raised his hand. And, but we, we're, Shane, you're a youth pastor. You've been, we've all done youth stuff. I know how to ignore things. I know if, I've had kids raise their hand at times. I'm like, yeah. just ignore Just ask me at the end. Yeah, just ask me. <laughs> so, but he was mad and he was not putting his hand down. So I was like, I just powered through. Um, hoping no, not too many people noticed his hand was up. And I got to my next point, which is why do bad things happen to good people sometimes? Because the world is broken and it's not your fault. It's just we live in a broken world and sometimes bad things happen because Maybe of that. Maybe you should start with that one. Well, <laughs> yeah, I tried to set him up. And right when I got to that point, he was like, oh, okay, and put his hand down. <laughs> so I was like, he was about to like fight me yeah. over that point. Uh-huh. But, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, they do icebreaker. And it kind of reminds me of like, a grown-up version of of youth group sometimes, yes. like where you're still trying to build a community. Or it's it's definitely a tight niche group because community is so important, and they have a sermon where you can be a little more mm-hmm. yeah. like adult <laughs> and yeah. not have to worry about that kind of that, stuff. Because that's but, something that I always think about. It's like when students do get into college, they don't want youth group. You know, like high like college kids don't want what they had in high school. So, what are things that you guys do? that makes it more geared towards college students instead of high school or middle school students where they don't feel like this is just an extended youth group and I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, you know, we try not to play dumb games. Uh, uh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. um, that's good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we just try to be um, – we try to, like, apply – try to connect with the students and try to apply, um, you know, some of the – things um so some of the teachings to their lives and try to connect with them so i mean you know uh the reality is as a college student like you're gonna spend the majority of your time like on the college campus yeah and so that's where like there's tremendous opportunity you know you're rubbing elbows with like um people of like different faiths and different Mm -hmm. countries and it's just a great opportunity to like um have the gospel spread forth. And so, yeah, we just try to be intentional with them and try to get them to like some of these conferences and retreats. And, um, I don't know. We just try to go deep. Yeah. So I don't know. Some, sometimes with like a youth group, um, depending on like, you know, I have some, I've been working with youth past uh, year or two and it's very different than working with like college students. Yeah. Um, my goodness. I didn't realize like the difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the first time I was speaking to a youth group, uh, at my church, like it was, um, I spoke for like, 25 minutes and um like i lost them after five minutes oh yeah so, yeah. yeah 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 you gotta have flashing lights and <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you gotta have, like media. should have called topper yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's where topper yeah who are you gonna it call topper yeah. they're probably too bright you need the right you need the lights you need the lights on the right setting is what it is. So, control yeah. those house lights <laughs> so we just try to try to go a little bit deeper and um and just uh are intentional um yeah so college years is really where uh, someone goes from a student um, that their faith was whatever their parents was most likely um, or whatever their beliefs are to really making it their own and yeah. developing their own beliefs. And sometimes it's taking parts of that faith away to actually have a core faith. Mm-hmm. And for some people it's lo- they lose their faith because of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, going deeper is it's that's when most likely if you get to the point where you 
really make it your own faith in college. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I would think that well, from what I've seen is when that becomes standard in college, it lasts most of the time mm-hmm. a lot longer. Most then people a high find student, their identity in college. Yeah, that's yeah. where I felt like I found my identity was yeah. then. And that comes with every aspect, but especially what I believe in my faith. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, college is such an influential time, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you have these students that, you know, for some of them kind of like me, like are on their own for the very first time in their lives, living in the dorms and trying to figure out like, okay, is this really, like, is this what I believe? Is this really my faith? Or is this just like what my parents believe, you yeah. know, and, and like, what is truth and, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and where do I find it? And so just a lot of questions and it's a great opportunity. A lot of the habits that you develop in college, those are the same habits that you're going to have for the rest of your yeah, life. Right. Yep. So it is a very influential time. And, and just a very uh, great time to be able to like learn more about Jesus and, and, and grow in your faith. Yeah. So I mean, for all of us, and we're all, Carlos, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 27. Okay, so you're around our age then. Yeah. Um, if you think about how you were in high school compared to how you were in college, what do you most like now? The college kid, the college Carlos or Shane or Dobber, or the high school one? Yeah, the college, it's the college, college one. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Right. So. Yeah. The, the, my high school identity is so different than what I am now. So it's really, and what what sucks is that's where most churches miss it. Yeah, because they have the idea of okay, you're out of you're out of youth group, so come to big service now, mm-hmm. and that's it. Where crew understands, college understand that they are adults now, but they're transitioning. Yeah, that most of them, I mean, most most people go to school again when they're done high school, so they're not really an adult like they were. Back in our parents' age, where you can get a job, you're 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 you are an adult, but you also are still a student at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of churches go, well, now I just come to go to big service, and then people lose their community or whatever it is. Yeah, and that's why things like crew are so important, and college yeah. ministries and churches are so crucial. And very few churches have a college ministry. Yeah. And if you don't have one and you can't staff or whatever, that's fine. Connect with your local college and connect with the crew there yeah. and, and send your kids there if yeah. you have to, whatever yeah. it takes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. it's so it's such an important yeah. spot that we think, oh, well, we taught them all that in high school. Mm-hmm. Well, in college, they're, they're being taught to learn on your own. Yeah. And if no one's there to hold their hand with what they're trying to learn and they're influenced by a different community, what, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. yeah. No, I was saying not only that, but there was something I read that you honestly, some people don't even truly know themselves until they're like 30 years old. So mm-hmm. you're still finding yourself in your 20s. Yeah. So how do you, how do you, you know, you think you, you know, you grow up in church, you do this youth group thing, you graduate high school, and the next thing you know, a kid who's trying to find themselves, self, 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 and then they don't have that kind of community anymore. It, it really goes to show you how important it is to have a ministry there. But like you said, well, how many you find it lacking a lot of times? Yeah. How, how many kids even just change their major? From oh, yeah, the first year, the undecided is the most popular major yeah. on the yeah. college campus. And, yeah, and, perfect and, example. And it's almost like I think that it, it might even be smarter to, to start out undecided and give yourself a year or two to figure out and get your general studies out of the way because there I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I know that they are pretty heavily that uh, uh, college kids will change their major from their first year oh, yeah. to their third year. It took me six and a half years to get my bachelor's degree in business management. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm nice. a full-time pastor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Some so, people might see, say that's yeah. related, though. <laughs> but <laughs> um, all right, I have one more question, unless any of you guys got one. Nope. And then I have a game that we can play uh, where we can learn how stupid Shane is, hopefully. <laughs> but um, uh, Spoiler alert, really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo, so... 
So let's say there's a pastor listening to this or um, somebody that works in church. What would your advice be to them for the best way to minister to whatever college students are at their church? Yeah. Um, you know, I think one thing I've, I've like experienced is like college students are hungry for, um, well, first they're hungry. Yeah. Period. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, they're just hungry for relationships, man. Like they, they yeah. want to, 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 to be known. And, um, you know, and so I think one of the cool things about my job, I love my job. Um, you know, I get to wear shorts and, yes. and I get to like be on the college campus. Um, it's like a fast paced environment and, um, you know, like I just love interacting with like different college students and, um, you know, as a staff member, uh, I get to like, you know, just hear them and, and listen to them and pray for them. Um, you know, sometimes like it's, it's funny, like on college, like I know for me when I was going through like some of those things that I shared earlier, um, there was a staff guy who like reached out to me and I was able to confide in him, you know, cause I couldn't really talk to my parents mm-hmm. and, um, uh, you know, and so he, he just played a huge role, uh, that semester in my life. And, um, and so, you know, for, for pastors, like I would just, uh, try to get to know these college students, you know, uh, they are the future of the church and they're, um, they're important and, um, you know, try to get them connected to what's happening, what God's doing on their campuses. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, college students, they love free pizza, free t-shirts. Um, <laughs> you, you, you offer so. to buy them lunch, they will hang out with you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for definitely. Sure. definitely. But, and, yeah. and I would even go a, a step further too and say, let them have their questions and their doubts. Definitely. Uh, th- if, yes. if, if the worst thing you could do, especially with a college student, is to be like, well, you just need to believe. That's right. the worst thing you could say because then they're going to be like, no, screw you. I don't care what you say. Just because you told me I need to do that, I'm going to do the opposite. But yep. if you allow yep. them to wrestle with what they're dealing with and, and ask the difficult questions, not being scared of them, even though even if you don't have the answer to it. But the fact that they can talk about it in a safe environment goes goes a long ways. Definitely, definitely. For sure. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to play. Yes. Can I can I um, share a little bit about how I started? Yes, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Cool. So, where, where do you do crew at right right now? Um, so I oversee. Uh, I'm on staff with crew. I oversee the ministry at UMBC and at Howard Community College. Okay. Um, and so you know, I had shared earlier how I transferred schools, um, but I guess more about my story was I ended up going to on a summer mission with crew, uh, the summer 2008, and that's really where um, God intervened in my life, and um, I recommitted my life to Christ. I got baptized on that missions trip. Where did so, you go? I went to Hampton Beach, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. um, and so crew does these different mission trips, like uh, all over the U.S., all over the world, and um, some are beachside mission trips, mm-hmm. others are in the city, um, and basically the whole goal is like uh, it's a it's a ten week summer missions trip, and you go you get a job uh, on the mm-hmm. beach, uh, so I got a job at Sabo Subs, making subs. Um, Were you on Real World? I thought I recognized that name. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Uh, but um, and so, but the whole point is like you get to know your coworkers, and um, you know you try to share the gospel with them. Um, and so, but I ended up going on this trip and, uh, man, got baptized, recommitted my life to Christ. actually met my wife on this missions trip. Ooh. Yeah. It's all worth it. <laughs> yeah. So really like. So you're promising if you go to crew. Yeah. Yes. You will meet your wife. Exactly. <laughs> you, will. you will. 
it's for sure. Uh, <laughs> guaranteed. Uh, we call it crew harmony. But yeah, so we, um, uh, and so then I got back to campus and what's really cool is God restored um, a lot of the positions that I lost when I was at George Mason. So I actually became a tour guide again. Oh, I became wow. a resident assistant again. Um, but this time it wasn't, wasn't for me, but it was all for God. It was for God's God's glory and not for me. And right. so, um, and so actually, and then God put it on my heart to start up a crew ministry. There wasn't crew at UMBC, um, uh, back in 2008. And so, um, you know, I was an RA and we started up crew, uh, with like three or four of my residents and every week the Lord added to our number. And after about a year and a half, we had like 120 students coming wow, out wow. to our weekly meeting. And, um, just saw like several students give their life to Jesus. And I think that's when I first realized, man, I think God is, is calling me into full-time ministry. So how did you go from, from the little amount you started to 120? Yeah. Um, so there was this uh, church called Connections Church. And, uh, they <laughs> brought they brought like <laughs> ten boxes of pizza. We did do that once. You <laughs> <laughs> guys did it more than once. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know, I think uh, you know it's funny because when I, um, you know, as a student when I was starting up this this uh, campus crusade at, at UMBC, uh, there were some other like student leaders from other. Christian ministries who came up to me and said, um, like, why are you starting up this other student organization? Like we already have like four different student organizations on campus. You know, you're like going to further divide the Christians. And it was like very discouraging. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but then I realized, well, wait a minute, like I'm not doing this for Christians. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah, I'm trying yeah. to like reach the lost. Um, and the reality is, is like there are 13,000 college students on at UMBC and, um, and, and like three or four like Christian organizations like are not going to be able to reach all 13,000. Yep. And, if you add like the total amount of students that are involved in those three or four organizations, it's probably like 200, you yeah. know? <laughs> so, um, so there's just a huge need. And, um, and so that's how, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about how crew got started. And so I've kind of gone full circle now as, uh, now I get to be on full-time staff and get to yeah. serve there. That's cool. Um, at, at something that I started. So I basically created my own job. Nice. That's awesome. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and whenever you, you get a calling from, to, to do something like that and then you get that discouragement of why are you doing that that's like further cements mm-hmm. that it's God calling you to do it yeah because you're gonna face persecution when yep. the enemy's scared of what you're about to do oh definitely yeah um, so yeah that's that's awesome but anybody else have anything before we get to this nope alright let's get to this game yeah so we're going to play a nice, fun game of Are You Smarter Than a College Student? We already determined I wasn't smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we did kids trivia before, and oh. Shane very much lost. But I figured since we had Carlos, and he works at Shane, I'll help you. I'll okay, help you. thank <laughs> you. I, if I was a betting man, is betting a sin? I don't know, but if it is. <laughs> that's for the next podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I was a betting man, I'd put a lot of money on Carlos right now. I think Topper's pretty smart. Nope. Topper looks smart. Never been smarter than any college student. <laughs> <laughs> not, so, and I'm not now. So I have two different categories, and we'll go until I'll, I'll keep score, and we'll go until I determine that Shane lost <laughs> sufficiently <laughs> enough. Um, I have easy, medium, and hard, okay. so I'm just going to mix it up. Great. <laughs> so <laughs> so conveniently, I'm going to get all the hard ones. No, I'm going to ask a question, <laughs> and if you know it, raise your hand. Okay. okay. And then I'll, I'll, I'll call on you. Um, all right. Here we go. First one. 
What is the half of the planet located above or below the equator called? What? Oh, oh! I want to, I'll give a topper. Uh, hemisphere. That's right, hemisphere. Okay. Were you gonna say that? Were you gonna say? Oh, well, I was gonna say northern. <laughs> I, was gonna say <laughs> I didn't even understand the split. question. <laughs> <laughs> we can split that one. Carlos. I was confused. <laughs> yeah, that, if you guys almost raised your hand at the same time, but that Shane, that was on the easy side. There's some that are more like uh, culture. <laughs> Like okay. culture references. Okay. okay. You'll uh, get that one, Shane. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, here's a sports one, Shane. <gasps> what country lost the finals of the 2014 Men's FIFA World Cup? 2014? Yep. Um, I'm going to go with it was Germany won. They beat. Good. If you know it, Top. Oh. Brazil. No, no. Not Brazil. Was it? Portugal? No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope, that was your guess. Anybody else? I'm embarrassed. I don't know this. I know it. I forgot. Argentina. Argentina. It was Argentina. <laughs> Argentina. Oh yes, because yes, Messi. Yeah. yeah. He like Germany it. did win though. Hey, it's good, Shane. That's not a point though. In overtime. <laughs> <laughs> what German term named after its inventor is given to a lighter than air balloon mode of transportation? What German term named after its inventor is given to a lighter-than-air balloon mode of transportation? (laughs) (laughs) How am I supposed to know that? (laughs) Anyone. I'll give you a hint. There's a famous rock band also named after this. Oh. Oh God! Zeppelin, Zeppelin! There yeah, you go, suck it! <laughs> suck it! <laughs> uh-huh. All right, let's go. One back. to one to one. Was that was that a hard category? That was a hard category. Dude, way to go! Man. That was a hard category. The, the rock band. Yeah, category. Okay, yeah, that that. All right, what unit of currency is used in Japan? Yeah, oh, Shane. Yeah. Wow, Shane! Uh-huh. I had my hand raised. He didn't call yeah, on you. Yeah, you gotta listen. You don't follow rules. Well. All right, shades up. Goodness. Okay, um, let's do it. That was an easy one. The medulla, oblongata, <laughs> the cerebellum, and the cerebrum are all parts of what body part? Topper. Brain. Brain. Good job, uh, Topper. I knew that. Everyone had their hand up. Mama so said, <laughs> alligators so ornery because they got all their teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> all right, let's see. Let's, let's do a little harder over here, huh? Which famous Dutch painter's irises and portrait of dr gachette i think is how Did you, you say just that cut? <laughs> each have we held have that. Yeah. each each have held the record for the most money ever paid for a single painting what say, oh, that's a question. I <laughs> that was broken up into three parts yeah, and you i were have no idea is that a statement or okay <laughs> it's a which famous which famous dutch painter okay so that's, you're thinking about a painter so which painter. famous dutch painters irises that's a that's title of a painter. That's a, of that's, a painting. That's a kind a type of painting. Okay. I think right? it's a title of, I thought, of, it was, of I thought it was an eye. That's a, <laughs> that's a title of a specific painting. I thought that either. was a song by the Goo Goo Dolls. And, <laughs> and, and, and Portrait of Dr. Cachette is another title of his uh, Okay, painting. so two paintings. Each have held the record for the most money ever paid for a single painting. Who painted them? Who's the painter oh, okay. that held that painted two different ones? Dutch Names don't matter to you guys. Dutch painter. If it's not Vincent Van Gogh. It is Vincent Van Gogh. Yes. Oh, you guys are saying I was going to lose. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I always believed in you. <laughs> 
Carlos, you're really disappointing me right now. That's literally the I'm only sorry. painter that <laughs> I can think two of. To one. Uh, Michelangelo, oh. Donatello, oh. Leonardo. Oh, they're Raphael. all Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's what I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which famous empire fell in 476 AD? I'm not done, Topper. Jeez. When its leader was disposed by a Germanic tribesman named Odeker. Which empire? Yeah, I, take, I take up. back my hand. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, well, Carlos. Carlos has Carlos, hand one, I'm go. just going to guess an empire. Roman. Roman empire. Oh, that's, right. oh, that's what I was going <laughs> to I was like, no. All this yeah. too much. So, not. three, two to two. Okay. Let's Ooh, go to five. Let's go to close. five. I'm gonna go s- to five. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm up now. It's up now. <laughs> All right. Shane's never going to get this one. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Name either of the authors of the Communist Manifesto. Oh, please. <laughs> Name either of the authors of the Communist... There's two of them. Name either of the authors of the Communist Manifesto. That's next on my reading list. Yeah. <laughs> there's one that... I don't know the other one, but one, you guys, once I say it, you'll you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm just going to throw a name Go out ahead. there. Go ahead. Go. Stalin. No. Oh, oh I was... I was Mussolini? That. Nope. Karl Marx. Oh, oh hold on. Wait, wait yeah. before you continue. There's no way to get this other one. Karl Marx is the one we should have known. <laughs> before you continue. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, Frederick. Are you serious? <laughs> What's the last name? If you give me the last Mercury. name, Mercury. Is point. it Ferdinand? <laughs> nope. Engels. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, see, I knew you guys didn't know. There are three main types of clouds. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. Uh, first off, I don't even know that. Uh, I know uh, all three. Do you really? Go, say all, if you say all three, I'll give you I know, I know some. Nope. Uh, not... Cirrus, uh-huh. Stratus, uh-huh. and uh, is Cumulonimbus one? Yes, that's it. That's that's I knew it. That's it. So the that's question... not a college question. That's a fifth grade question. I didn't know that answer. I'll give you, what would you have there? I ha- How many? He's, he got I three now. I... So he had now. two. Okay, so, so I'll give you just you one point. You can't give him a four. Why? He you got can't. all three. I, 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 I was <laughs> trying to answer them. You guessed I was trying to answer them. Okay, ready? So it's three. Three. To three. Do you have two, two. Carlos? I have two. Okay, yeah. come on, Carlos. I, I'm, I'm going to lose some uh-huh. money. Um, Togo, Cameroon, and Nauru are all now independent countries. Uh-huh. And oh, yeah, one, obviously, at one point they were all colonies of what country? Go ahead, top. Is this too, is this Africa? Is this nope. No, that's a continent. What? Carlos. England? Nope. Cambodia? <laughs> no, <laughs> Germany. Oh. Germany. What? Is you said serious? Africa? Well, yeah. I mean, that, they, that all, is a they all came. They all came to Here's me. a loser point. <laughs> no, 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 no. He said Africa is a country. Man, I don't. <laughs> um. Upstate New York has a series of lakes, including Seneca Lake and Cayuga Lake, okay. that are together <laughs> that are together okay. named for what slender body part that matches the shapes of the lakes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't what? <laughs> I think Shane, go ahead, say what you want to no, say. No, read it again. <laughs> say it. Upstate New York has a series of lakes, including Seneca Lake and Cayuga Lake. They are together named for what slender body part that matches the shapes of the lake, of the lakes. Sorry, slender body part. Um, I'm gonna go with. Don't say it. Say nah, it. Say I, it. What do you think? <laughs> I'm gonna go with fingers. Fingers is yeah, right. Fingers. No! <laughs> are you serious? What? Did you? 
How many do you have now? I have four. So four. So Shane has one more. Minus he wins. the Zeppelin. Four to three uh, to two. Why? This is crazy. <laughs> it was given to you. <laughs> this is unprecedented. You, you could have answered it at the same time. I, yeah, I know. Despite attaining women's suffrage in 1971, in 1991, the courts granted women the right to vote in the final canton of what country? What? <laughs> so I can't say Africa. I know I, I, know I can't say you that. You can. No, I can't say that. It's not a country. Know, that's why I can't say it. Mm. Read it again. Read it again. <laughs> Despite attaining women's suffrage in 1971, in 1991, the courts granted women the right to vote in the final canton of what country? I have no idea. Just guess country then. What year was? What was that last year? 1991. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> oh boy! This is a hard one. Yeah. By the way, so obviously, because <laughs> literally, it just gets in any country. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. South Africa. <laughs> no, that's not right. I was just a guess. No, Japan. No. Do you want to guess country? Macedonia. Oh. Nope. Switzerland. Why, how would we know that? That was close. I don't know. It's a college no, question. No, actually wasn't. College <laughs> students know these things. In 1959, the last two states entered the Union. Name both states that joined the USA in 1959. Top. I don't know. Hawaii and Alaska. Hawaii and Alaska. Yes. That's right. So four to four to Carlos. That was my guess. Come on. That was my guess. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Okay. Four to four to two. Okay. In Nathaniel Hawthorne's The Scarlet Letter. Shane, have you read that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I actually. Had, well, no, I, I was supposed to, but I didn't. The scarlet letter, yeah, because she she had to wear this red letter. Everyone had to avoid it. Because what was the letter? It was an A. Okay, well, the question is, what did the A stand for? Shane, uh, come on, I I'm read shocked this. you knew that. Uh, yeah, I could get a point. Nope, no, no. What did the A stand for? A hole. <laughs> wow, Shane. Anyone. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't read the spark note. Assassin's <laughs> Creed? I don't know. No, you don't get more than one guess. Amanda. Nope. Mm. Have you ever read it? Okay, no, I'm going to give you adultery. Oh, okay. I knew this committed adultery. I should have known that. I should have known that. <laughs> I can't believe you knew that any of yeah, that. Yeah, see? I'm surprising everybody. <laughs> yes, yeah. you are. Yes, you are. What TV show, which is no longer on the air, okay. spun off sequels with the subtitles Special Victims Unit, Criminal. Oh, go ahead, Carlos. Law and Order. Law and Order. <laughs> I knew that one. I knew that one. Phew, I was well, a co- why is that a college question? There's some. There's there's a couple more. Like here's one. I'm like this is, doesn't count. But what is the first book of the Old Testament? That's Genesis. one of them. Yeah, that's what you got it. Five. In what? Oh, wow. In what city were the 2012 Summer Olympics held? Shane. Oh, Beijing. No. Oh, <laughs> Carlos. Wait, this is 2012, right? 2012 Summer Olympics. Oh, I know um, it. I think I know it. Was it? Crap. I do know it. Well, I already voted, though. Wait, you said city? Sure, thank What uh, city were the 2012 Summer Olympics held? I absolutely Beijing. Know it. Nope. Uh, Greece? No, I know it. It's it London. doesn't count, though. It's London. Yep, it oh, is London. Oh, oh, I forgot. Count. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't count. Shane <laughs> gets so mad. You get so many streets so mad. I want to win. <laughs> and, I, and I want him to lose so bad. I'm not giving him anything. Is Beijing. it 4-4-3? Four, four, yep. yep. So it's getting close. Hey, that's I'm the area code. Right there. That's the area code. Uh-huh. Guys, I'm, we're going to run out of questions soon. <laughs> Name any country. That, that <laughs> There's so many of them. <laughs> Name any country that is on the island of Borneo. What? <laughs> How is supposed to? There's some ones you know. I think Carlos might have said one of these. Go ahead. Macedonia. No. 
Um, and I might not even be saying Borneo right, but Madagascar. No, I'm just trying to think of things that we've said. He might not have said. I might have three guys off. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Indonesia. Oh, Cambodia. Nope. Ooh, good guess. Uh, Brunei and Papua New Guinea. <laughs> Malaysia. Malaysia. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Okay. Okay. How many can I get? There's no way you were going to get that. <laughs> you got the third one, but it doesn't count. Yeah, I also got London. <laughs> there are there are three. Guys, you guys, I can't believe you're letting Shane win this game. <laughs> there are three types of rock. Uh-huh. Igneous, sedimentary, and this type. Go ahead. Metamorphous? Yeah. Oh, metamorphous. Metamorphic. 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 I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, four, to four, four, to four. four. Oh, no. Oh, Shane, you're losing. That was a hard one. Okay, let's oh, see. No. Okay, okay. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> this is intense. <laughs> the Nikkei, I think I, I think I'm pronouncing oh, it right, gosh. N-I-K-K-E-I 225 is the name of the market average value of stocks traded in what world city? What? The Nikkei. 225 is the name of the market average value of stocks traded in what world city? Shane. Tokyo. Is it really? Wow. Yes. Yes. Oh, baby. Ah, uh, yeah. Shane is you're a good guesser. You're Shane is a good guesser. <laughs> oh, baby. First off, I you know how many he won? You know how many he won by? I got fingers. Saying an answer and then being like, "What really?" <laughs> I got fingers. I got Tokyo. I got Zeppelin. Oh, every first, answer came as a surprise. First off, every, you caught our guest stupid. Number one, <laughs> you did. Sorry, Number Carlos. two, <laughs> I got caught up. It was stupid. There was a I suck even, it in there. There was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad that. He, <laughs> yes. Right, ev- everyone that's listening to this, if you have not listened to the kids trivia oh, episode, no. which I think is episode six. Something like that. This is 23 or 24. Yeah. Episode six. If you're not listening uh, to that one, go back listen to that one and you tell me that Shane's a smart person. He <laughs> was so dumb <laughs> in that one. And it was kids trivia. I've never taken chemistry and I failed geometry the first time I took it. Yup. And like as Cyber said earlier, if it's not addition or subtraction, he doesn't know the math at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, we're we're at the last oh. part of our podcast. Tip top news brought to you by Anastasia the Camel. Oh, I like it. I like it. I thought it was gonna be brought to you by Shane Winning. Oh, it's good. I'm so glad that he didn't. All right, so this week, um, so uh, this has to do with a uh, a new workout fad. Okay. And it's something Hey, that I'm always looking for new workouts because never I, I work out about twice a month, <laughs> and I'm always trying to change it up. Yeah. I'm always looking for it, never willing to do it, though. Yeah, I'll try it yeah. if it's if it's going. So this one, I don't know if you guys have, ever, have heard, but <clears throat> there's this thing going around that people are doing uh, hatchet throwing. <laughs> what? Hatchet throwing. I saw a video it's a of real thing. the new Aquaman. Yeah, um, yeah. What's his name? Uh, I forget. Oh, he, he, was he, was, he was on Game of Thrones. Jason, Jason, Jason Moror. Yes, yes. Yeah, something, something like that. Doing that. But yes. go ahead, continue. So this is a new thing, hatchet throwing. So there's a there's a place in New Jersey. It's called Stumpy's Hatchet House. Hey, it's a good name. Yeah. And you can for actually you can actually go in, um, throw hatchets for it's like a two hour limit. You can bring your own beer, have some fun. Yeah. What? Yeah. 
Wait, so is it is it like a shooting range? So it's <laughs> just it's, with hatchets. It's, got, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of targets and like cages. So yeah, it kind of looks like almost uh-huh. like a, a shooting range, a little more open. What? But they get they actually give lessons. So they do safety lessons. They give you throwing lessons. Now, how hard is it? I wonder to actually get a hatchet where you throw it and it sticks into whatever That's it is you're probably throwing it at. Really freaking. Because every hard. time yeah. I try to throw like a knife or something, yeah. it's like the butt end of oh, it. Oh, I yes. thought you were going to say, there's no try, I get it right away. No, no, no I don't. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Maybe if you've had a couple beers. Then you really good at it. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's what you need. <laughs> yeah, so people actually, they do parties and stuff there, so they offer different specials such as um, ax your ex parties. What? So they have like <laughs> divorce, <laughs> like divorce parties, and you bring like I'm a picture kidding. of like your ex, and you put it on Ken, a stump, and you throw a hatchet at it. People are getting creative. They're also doing gender reveal parties. <laughs> so, so you'll have like a like, like a balloon or whatnot uh, at the end, and then it, end, has, like, and then it or something. yeah, whatever it pops, yeah. and then yeah, yeah. Hold on. I, I'm so stupid. When you said gender reveal parties, I didn't go to babies. I thought of like, someone changing their gender. <laughs> <laughs> like, guess what? I'm never <laughs> <laughs> well, or, or they don't know. They or, just have a Or hatchet. they're a boy and they want to be a girl and they have someone throw the hatchet. <laughs> yeah. <at> the target. <laughs> How much does it cost? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, that, I didn't get that far. I can't imagine. Like, hatchets are cheap. Mm-hmm. Why, just, yeah. why do you need to just go to the woods? Yeah. Why do you need to go to a range? Stumpies. Why do you need to go to Stumpies? Ooh, just go stumpies. outside to a tree. If there was a Stumpies around here, would you go? Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, yeah they, well, they, <laughs> they also teach you the proper way to do it, too. Uh, yeah, okay. So it's like you, you could go, you, if you have a gun, you could just go out in the woods and shoot a gun. Yeah. Or you go to a shoot, you know, shooting range and you can do it yeah. that way. There's also oh. YouTube. That can teach you how to throw anything. YouTube could. Yeah. yeah. Um, I imagine what the process is of throwing. It doesn't seem like that hard. No. Yeah, you Just take you take tomahawk. your arm and you throw it. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's all it is, isn't it? But I guess I'm pretty naive. Yeah. But it's probably like where you hold it yeah. and the flick of the wrist. Yeah. And I do have a video. I can post the video so you guys. Yeah, can post see. it on our Facebook page yeah. and all that stuff. Sweet. Do you have, do you have anything else? Or is that I the don't. Only? Oh, that's, that's it. Okay. Just just nice simple one. Like yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So Carlos, that that was tip top news. Normally, what happens is he gives the news thing, and like what happened there, I'll ask a question. He doesn't know the answer. Yeah. Like how much does it cost? <laughs> and I. And oh. I didn't, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a normal occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, Carlos. Hey, thank you so yeah, much. Thanks, Carlos. For that was us. awesome, thank man. You, we appreciate you coming. Um, why don't you give uh, a little bit of plug of of because I know. I know there's people listening that are college students that don't go to crew. I know there's some that go to UMBC and go to um, HCC, or even some who aren't, don't go to any of those schools. But you know, yeah. But I know specifically there is so. Over. So um, why don't you give a little plug on just what what time crew is, where they can find more information about it, and I know you guys have a retreat coming up too. So what's up with that? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if you're a college student, and um, you know, I definitely just encourage you to get plugged in to any sort of like. Christian ministry on campus, um, but uh, yeah, if you're if you're at UMBC or if you're at Howard Community College, um, you know, or even at Towson, I mean, we have crew ministries all over the Baltimore area. Um, I'm specifically at UMBC and at Howard Community College, and so at UMBC we meet every Thursday night uh, in the Engineering Building, uh, Room 27, also known as Lecture Hall Five. Uh, we meet there at 8:30 p.m. and then at Howard Community College, uh, we meet in the Nursing Building. 
Um, I can't remember what room it is off the top of my head. Nursey building has a lot of movie posters. It does. Random. So, <laughs> when I was there, I was like, what are all these movie posters doing? He's like, I have no idea. <laughs> but um, And so we meet, uh, yeah, somewhere in the nursing building on the second floor. Um, and that's at 8 o'clock. And, um, yeah, we'd love to invite you to come out to that uh, and, um, and get plugged in. And then we also have um, – Every year we have our winter conference um, where uh, we have over a thousand college students come, uh, and it's in Baltimore. Uh, we stay at the Marriott in downtown Baltimore. Fancy, very fancy, um, and uh, we're there for four days. It's from December twenty eighth through January the first, and we actually uh, we get to hear from different speakers. There are different seminars um, that uh, students get to go to um, that talk about like your faith and just different topics. Um, dating relationships uh, just topics that are relevant to college students <clears throat> and then uh, we welcome in the new year with worship That's um, cool. which is really awesome yeah. uh, so we're like counting down then we worship we have a dance party it's a lot of fun so nice. that's December 20th to January 1st uh, you can actually probably google like crew winter conference Baltimore and then it'll probably come up it'll probably come up there and give you all the information but uh, yeah that's from December 20th to January 1st love for you to come um, and uh, yeah you can you can reach 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 out to me. You can find me on Twitter at Kurtech twenty one C U R T E C H twenty one, or just Facebook. Now, yeah. what what about somebody who's not in our local area? How can they find Crew at their local college? Yeah, so if you go to um, I think it's Crew dot org, uh, you'll actually be able to um, for, like search for the different ministries. Um, where crew is located at and uh you can search by state search by school so cool. yeah awesome awesome a good place and i know that um when it comes to your full-time job that i believe it's like pretty much all of it comes from donation type process right yeah so if if anyone's listening and believes in the mission of crew and believes in um what they're doing reaching college students and what I would challenge them to do, if they can, is to help by supporting someone like Carlos and supporting the organization because mm-hmm. your entire salary is through people supporting you. Um, so that would be a great way if you don't really know how to get invested in that. Um, and that's always a hard thing to ask people for money, but it's just the nature of, of what you got to do, right? So um, if if there's anyone that, that has anything and wants to help in any way they can, and that's one of the ways they can, then reach out to Carlos and, and find out how they can do that mm-hmm. um, for sure. So... Um, but Carlos, thank you so much for, for yeah, being yeah. on. Yeah. Appreciate um, it. Thanks and before Topper me. sends us out, because he always does, and I got to give him a little warning because <sighs> so he can so get ready. Um, again, um, we I I was thinking about it this week, looking at some of the stats with with podcasts. When we started this, it was just uh, hey, let's just do it. It'll be fun. Yeah. And it's kind of grown to more than what I thought. We've interviewed people that I didn't think we would interview. We've had more listeners than I than We interviewed I, a guy who had a camel named Anastasia. Yeah, I mean, yep. what else? It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Um, so, and it all comes from just people sharing, and I get texts every time we release an episode, hey, I literally like this, and I get my yeah. wife yelling at me for stuff that I said. Like, <laughs> like the cocky episode, she was mortified by what I said. <laughs> that was a quote. Um, so, uh, I just want to thank everyone for listening, yeah. but uh, and I want to encourage everyone to, sh- if you like it, share it with somebody yeah, else. Um, just tell tell other people. Um, you can find us on Facebook, all that stuff. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We post on all that stuff. Um, Topper, uh-huh. could you send us out, buddy? Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I hate doing this. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> thank you, Carlos. Shane's still dumb. Yeah, nice. you suck. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. 
Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram. 